Welcome, everyone. This is uh, Sean Eakins. I'm the general manager for the Sacramento Natural Food Co-op. Um, today, I'm here to talk about uh, the Co-op Scoop. It's our audio podcast, and we're going to be featuring interviews with farmers, food artisans, co-op movers and shakers, and even some bakers. Every week, we intend to bring you a large scoop of food knowledge, highlighting one of the most bountiful food regions in all the land. Good morning, everyone. This is Sean Eakins, general manager at the Sacramento Natural Food Co-op. Here today, really excited. Uh, We've got someone uh, to to talk to about something I love very much, uh, Viet Q Sauce Story. Um, If you haven't had it yet, I would say get in and try it. But, um, you know, how it started during the college years, the mother prepared elaborate meals on the weekends and would bribe them to come home for a family meal together. After their mom passed, it let the kids realize that they took her cooking for granted. This is where the story begins. And I think we've all taken somebody in our life for granted at times. And uh, I know uh, I've, I've been uh, apologetic to my mom at different times or others in the family that I've lost. Uh, so, but uh, what a great story and what a great product. And I'm happy to welcome Envy, the creator of the V8Q. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, very uh, happy and glad to be here with uh, talk to you guys. Yeah, uh, I think, you know, we always kind of start off with really, how did you begin? I mean, you know, I, it's one thing to be in love with, you know, a family recipe, but how the heck did you get it to where you are now? <laughs> mm. It's, you know, it's always um, a long story. Uh started, um, a while back when my uh my mom passed away in um to 2004 uh it, you know it didn't take um it, it took us actually um a few years afterwards to realize that you know um uh, we we need we need um we need more Vietnamese foods on the market um yes. you know in the store shelf and stuff but uh, cuz uh, uh you know when uh oh, she was still alive uh, she did a lot of most of the cooking for us and uh, we didn't um really um you know um try to learn at the time but right. uh yeah but um until uh, she started you know when she passed away uh, we realized that yeah this um that's uh, we, we missed a lot of her cooking and um we started to like um uh, my siblings and I, um, my dad also, we, you know, try like uh, get together and just try to come up with the stuff that she normally brings up or cook for us. And so, so, uh, um, we started from there and then, um, as, um, as, uh, the years go by, we, uh, you know, we, we, we talked, we talked to our friends and, um, our relatives and stuff. We realized that uh, a lot of, uh, our peers, you know, the younger generation, they don't, know how to make any of those stuff like especially the dipping sauce it right. seems uh it seems simple but uh when a lot of people try to make it it's it doesn't come out right you know exactly <laughs> it's either <laughs> yeah it's either too salty or too sweet or you know like uh the combination uh the ratios of uh the mixed ingredients um uh is not right to the tasting so um so after that, um, we realized that I think there's a, there's a market for this and uh, we should, you know, go from there. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, and I think the decision to uh, sell it, uh, what we, what kind of made you think retail and not going more 
commercial or kitchen? Um, in terms of um, restaurant wise? Or? Yes. Yeah. So it made you kind of also want to just get into the retail market and. Uh, uh, yeah. Because um, so, yeah, this, um, when uh, we, uh, we check on, um, the, on a retail shelf, uh, in a store shelf, um, we, we saw a couple of products, but uh, they're not made with, uh, you know, high quality ingredients and it's, it's not made locally. It's not made in the U.S. So, right. and we're and we're very self um, um, health conscious. You know, when it comes to eating and stuff, we and um, um, most most of the products are made overseas. Right, and um, we don't know what they put in there, pretty much. So, Monday. we decided to like, um, yeah, this is, uh, and especially uh, the the ingredients they put um, or, or the taste wasn't good. Right. It wasn't up to par, so it, uh, there are a lot of a lot of reason why uh, we decided to do it. Nice. And, uh, and yeah, uh, so. how did you uh, come up with the name of uh, the sauces, and and what's the meaning behind that? So, um, Vicky, <coughs> Vicky is um, uh, means um, Vietnamese living overseas. Uh, so it, uh, we we decided to. Uh, um, take that name to represent the uh, the Vietnamese diaspora. So um, uh, I think that you know is uh, uh, is just to you know um, dedicate uh, you know represent our people, uh, the Vietnamese people culture, and um, the people who lost their. Um, the family uh, the, uh, went through a lot of hardship to, uh, you know, f- uh, flee the communist um, right. rule in Vietnam to, uh, you know, uh, find freedom and, uh, um, free, you know, just to live their free life and stuff. So that's basically uh, uh, the reason why we, we chose that name to represent the Vietnamese diaspora. Nice. Nice. Very cool. And uh, you mentioned the ingredients too. Um, you know, you use really high quality ingredients. Um, can you tell us a little bit about those? And then also you mentioned kind of the not so great ingredients. What do you specifically not put in your sauces? So, um, the main concern about, you know, um, retail, uh, self, uh, shelf stable products, uh, are the shelf life. Uh, and you know, uh, uh, basically, basically the main concern is shelf life. So, um, uh, a lot of products, uh, um, companies put, um, preservative, right. artificial preservative, uh, artificial flavor to, you know, make it more stable uh, on the shelf to, so they can last longer. But for, with, with our product, uh, we don't, uh, we don't add any of those. Uh, um, I mean, um, the, the, um, the main thing is, uh, um, to keep it um, stable, um, required by the FDA is uh, you know the pH level. Right. That's the main, uh, so we try to put um, uh, you know some of uh, the the dipping sauce basically has lemon lemon juice, fresh lemon juice. Uh, so you actually have uh, like um, a, a natural preservative, like uh, it, it preserves itself because it's the ingredients has uh, uh, a lemon juice that uh, or lime juice that decrease the ph right uh, so we don't need to add anything else for that one uh, the main thing uh, the other one um um for the lemongrass um um and the spicy ginger uh, we we had a little bit of um uh, gin, i mean um uh vinegar distilled vinegar 
just enough to uh, just keep it at um, you know the required pH. Right. And uh, so, um, so we don't have to. Um, the other thing is that we fill it at high heat. Right. And cooking it and high heat to preserve it. Um, uh, that that's it's, it's tough to do that, but. Um, uh, we chose to do that uh, so that we, uh, we don't compromise on the health or the, uh, not the uh, artificial ingredients we have to include. Right. Um, and most, um, most of our products have fresh ingredients in there uh, that we cook with, you know, well, I think, in- uh, I think the vinegar in those uh, two are, is great for marinating. So I think it's a per- yeah, it's, perfect it's a add to it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a good combination anyway. And uh, something else um, that I think is important is, can you talk a little bit more about the fish sauce that you use and uh, where it comes from and, and the history behind that? Uh, yes, absolutely. The uh, fish sauce, um, so Vietnam has, uh, you know, we're known for uh, fish sauce, but um, that's uh, an island uh, south uh, west of uh, uh, Vietnam. It's called uh, Phu Quoc. <coughs> Excuse me. And they're well known for... Uh, uh, their fish sauce making, uh, going back, I don't know how long, it's like <laughs> a long time, I guess, but, uh, uh, they, uh, um, their uh, fish sauce are really high quality and, um, and the way they make it is, uh, it's, um, it's been handed down throughout, you know, generations. And, um, if you try their fish sauce, uh, versus other ones, you, you know, the, the difference, right. Um, so that that's where uh we source our uh, fish sauce from nice Fuku. yeah um and then you know i think you mentioned it took a few years to kind of get uh get going when did you finally um launch your product and really what was challenging as a small family business uh, or some of the challenges that you faced oh uh, yes um so uh, uh starting a business you know it's tough uh, obviously um Especially uh, the uh, um, retail products. The um, we started um, incorporate uh, business in mid two thousand sixteen. Okay, but we didn't get everything going until almost the end of two thousand seventeen. Um, because uh, you know we need to. Uh, there's a lot of regulations. Um, rules regulations right. from the uh, requirement for the health department the uh, fda we uh, we have to get inspected by you know all the officials uh, the local and uh, the state government uh, you know bodies and um, and uh, it took a while uh, to to get the machines going as well and right. then, um um, sourcing the ingredients we have to find like you know try to find the best ones um, and the um, it goes down to every every nitty-gritty stuff like uh, the labels the designs um, it you you know you have to find um, um, the right people to do all these stuff and um, it's, uh, it took a lot of time so basically um, some testings uh, for the uh, the products, and uh, you know, um, you have to um, send it out to the lab to make sure you know right. the um, the uh, the, uh, the product's good for a certain amount of time. 
things like that. It was, yeah, it took us a while to before <laughs> get us going. I know it always feels like there's somebody new that has their hand out too. When you start doing your own business, it's pretty amazing uh, the costs that uh, pile up. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. It's just uh, it just keep on adding up, you know. But we have to do what we have to do. So yeah. Well, and like yeah. you said, to uh, hit certain things and still be true to your product, you know, I mean, that does, it takes extra steps. So, right. um, and then what, once you got that going, how did you go about just getting into the local markets and uh, where'd you first get started? So um, we, um, we decided to aim for the local Asian stores uh, since, uh, you know, uh, our product um, seems to be you know fit for them, but um, um it was tough to convince, uh, you know, <laughs> initially uh, the 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 buyers, since uh, especially for the dipping sauce. Um, so um, uh, the main thing was that the price, right? Uh, or uh, the the products that the Asian stores get from uh, overseas are a lot cheaper, you know, because yes. you know, obviously, uh, the the pro- the ingredients they use are not as high quality as ours, and uh, the you know it's basically um uh so that that was their main concern um our, our products uh was priced a little higher and um uh so we it took us some time to convince them and uh, just to like uh you know give us uh, a couple months and see right. how it is and um um we did put it on a shelf and it was doing okay um and not as good as we wanted to be initially until we did food demos right yeah that's that's when uh you know people start reali- uh noticing our products when we uh, did uh food demos and after that it started to uh go pretty well good oh yeah i mean um um the now like um uh, the asian stores um a lot of them they don't do like promotions how right. uh you know uh, a lot of americans are you know uh the the you know American stores do they just leave it on the shelf and you know just like here it is they don't, <laughs> they don't put uh, any promotions and stuff like that so it's not too much uh, awareness you know right. for uh, new products on our shelf but um yeah until um yeah we did start doing uh, uh food food demos and uh, that's when we um our sales start picking up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, there's a cost to good food, you know, and sometimes that's uh, it is it's a hard sell if somebody's used to, you know, just getting more for less. And, you know, we're big at doing yeah. those things. And yes, exactly. that's um, a constant conversation I think uh, we have. So um, and then you mentioned demos. I mean, obviously, uh, between sampling and like you said, sourcing product, how has COVID affected your business? I know that's a you know, kind of put some dampening on all of those things. Yes. Um, yeah, it did. Um, initially, um, you know, when COVID started, um, it did slow down a, a bit for us. Uh, that's, you know, that's when like, you know, everybody's like panicking didn't know what to do. Uh, but uh, after a few months, our product started to pick up because uh, people are starting to cook at home more. Good. Good. So yeah, yeah, that's that's when um, um, yeah, we see uh, especially our online um sales, you know, and um, and it it really took off. But um, uh, after 
uh, going into COVID towards the end of the year, um, um, we 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 ran into some hurdles um, with supply chain. Right. So um, so uh, we we couldn't get um, our, our, our bottles of and um, the you know uh, the container stuff and. Uh, we had to uh, find a new source of, uh, you know, for our bottles. So initially we have uh, a slender, uh, little slender, taller bottle. Now we have to use a different type of bottle. It took us a, uh, a while to get that. I can imagine that's, uh, we've been yeah. struggling looking for glass bottles as well. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And, and when we have to find, we found a, a different source for our last bottle. We have to make a new new label to fit that bottle. So it took a while, uh, like at least a month and a half to two months to oh, wow. start. Like yeah, so it kind of our sales dip a lot after that. Um, and then um, you know it's just um, um, start. Um, I mean, after that, then it, it, it um, when we start coming back on the market, it, it was just, you know, okay, but, uh, starting to pick up again. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Um, I don't think a lot of people realize what it takes to get the labels, the bottles, the artwork, everything to work, uh, together. So yeah, I can imagine having to do that, uh, on a quick unplanned, uh, change is not an easy task. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, uh, we didn't, I mean, uh, we couldn't uh, use the same uh, label company. We have to go find different ones because they didn't have, you know, the one that matches us. So those headaches. Yeah, <laughs> I can. Yeah, I can just imagine. Um, you know, and then speaking of that, you know, you've been doing this for a few years now. Um, you know, is there anything you do different, or any advice you give to somebody that's looking to start their own uh, food line, or you know, get into this type of business? Uh, uh, so, yes. Um, so, um, you know, coming from like uh, working for uh, a company or a corporation, you know, um, you um, you basically come in and de- design your work and, uh, you know, come on a schedule. You, you have stuff, you know, assigned to you what to do. So um, when you're your own boss, you're, you're, you do your own thing. You have to come up with everything yourself. Right. So you got to, you know, you need to make your own schedule. You need to, um, you got you have to do um, come with all this, come up with all this plan, and it and and also like um, a lot. It takes a lot of time, so time management and uh, know how to categorize and um, um, you know ask for help if when you need it. Those are the main, the the most important things that I, I've learned. Um, you know, throughout this these years of uh, running business, and also uh, you know. Um, a, a capital is uh is important yes. obviously that um you need to make sure that you have enough uh, capital funding to run a business otherwise uh you know a lot a lot of business fail because they run out of capital right it's not because you know um yeah, you, you, uh, so that's the main thing so i know uh, a lot of people think you go to your own business it changes from a grind to a hustle you know it's uh <laughs> There's no less work. It's just a different, you know, you get to love what you do, but that uh, doesn't mean you get to do less work on it. 
If anything, exactly. it's more work. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot more work. And you think uh, working nine to five for 40, 40 hours a week is uh, too much. Uh, it's going to be, uh, you're going to be working like a lot more hours, like probably double that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So just, just, you know, for people who consider starting a business, you know, just uh, uh, remember that, you know, uh, know that you have to, you're going to have more time into it, more effort. So definitely it's, it's great to have your own schedule and stuff, but you know, it's just a lot of work. <laughs> some, so. there's some self-discipline involved there. <laughs> oh, yes. Very much. <laughs> um, and then another thing is, you know, there's a lot of possibilities for making authentic Vietnamese food with your sauces, but what are like some of the things that you would uh, recommend or what are your favorites and, and why? So, um, uh, the, um, our products, um, we have the uh, Vietnamese dipping sauce, the uh, spicy lemongrass marinade, and a Vietnamese spicy ginger sauce. Um, my my favorite um, uh, dish to make with those uh, is uh, the uh, a rice vermicelli uh, bowl. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, you can um, um, for you can use the lemongrass to marinate either. Uh, chicken, beef, you know, any protein, pork, even if you want it, like you want uh, um, a tofu that's a vegetarian or like, you know, um, uh, not totally vegetarian because that product contains fish. So it's like a uh, pescatarian. Right, right. <laughs> but um, yeah, you can use that to cook um, uh, your protein um, and uh, use the Vietnamese dipping sauce to pour over um, uh, to, you know, uh, um, make it taste better or I like to, um, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, the dipping sauce make the whole dish, uh, come together that make it, uh, taste a lot more flavorful. So, uh, we, when we do, when we do the, uh, food demo, we normally, uh, at that, uh, the co-op, we normally, um, show that, uh, demonstrate that uh dish like the the rice vermicelli and it's not hard to do uh when you use a product it's, right yeah uh, you got everything in there for you just you know um just marinate you, you don't even have to marinate the meat if you if you're in a hurry you just uh, uh stir fry it or yeah. you know i'll take it um and you know the uh, all the ingredients you you can find at the co-ops and, and it's really quick and very uh healthy because uh, the dish uh, has a lot of vegetables and uh, um, you know protein so it's good for you yeah and uh, I think I told you uh, my my wife is uh, Filipino and uh, I like to do the hybrid uh, lumpia dipping in the dip sauce or dipping in that sauce is delicious yeah. so um, yes. but yeah. the spicy gingers know. delicious too that's my, probably my favorite I think but they're all good <laughs> yeah you can use uh, the spicy ginger sauce in your the the vermicelli, the rice vermicelli too, instead of the the regular dipping sauce, because uh, you know uh, it also gave a lot of flavor. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah, the dip, the ginger, uh, the dip, the ginger sauce, you can use a lot of stuff as well. I mean, even uh, we do um, um, egg rolls with it or um, uh, spring rolls. Right. That's two of my favorite uh, foods is Vietnamese and Filipino for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. Hands hands down. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're both great foods. Um, so what uh, what do you see for the future? What uh, what's next? 
Uh, so um, we're trying to um, uh, come out with different products as well. Um, so um, right now, um, it's kind of hard for, I mean, honestly, it's, uh, we're, I've been kind of um, uh, busy with, well, especially my family. And uh, my my wife is a nurse at, uh, you know, the local hospital. And uh, she, she was, she's been working a lot. And oh, I can with, uh, imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I can't. Um, um, I can't focus too much on the business currently uh, It's more of a uh, taking care of my family right now, uh, my kids and, um, you know, especially with COVID going on is, uh, it's hard to find people, um, or rely on other. Right. Others, you know, yep. Especially, you know, grandma, <laughs> but um, <laughs> we can't rely on grandma to take care of our kids. So I have to, you know, uh, pick up the slack or watch over them. I mean, I mean, yeah, so I think that's the realities right now. Yeah, so but uh, uh, our our goal is to come out with more products and uh, expand uh, our line, and um, yeah, um, try hopefully uh, uh, do more food demos when the time comes and uh, when we're able to. And um, it's great that uh, you know we have uh, U.S. Um, you know being on your podcast to help uh, spread the words too so yeah well and i think i was going to mention too we can't wait to have you back in the store doing demos again hopefully uh once we get through this uh current spike of what's going on maybe uh we can start getting some normalcy here uh in the coming months i figure we just entered 2022 we'll try to stay optimistic that uh things will start yeah. turning turning the right direction so yes fingers crossed yes but uh I can say uh, if anybody wants to trust us, uh, I would say these three sauces are delicious and uh, I would recommend them to anybody. So uh, we're, uh, we're lucky to have you on the shelves here. So and uh, and I can hear the uh, the kids in the background. So I uh, appreciate you taking some time out with us today. And uh, it's been great talking and uh, look forward to seeing in the store here in the future and uh, have a have a prosperous 2022. Great. Awesome. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Um, best wishes for you, too. Thank and, you. Uh, happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. Take care. Take care. Thanks. Bye.